0: True Connections is a journey within, to discover that you are part of everything. Life can often feel disjointed, but you and I are actually connected to one another, to nature, to animals, and many other ways like your thoughts, intentions, dreams, even your imagination. It's my desire to bring spiritual insight to these True Connections so that you can get into the flow of life. Receive the things that you want, without struggle, and enjoy a more constant level of happiness. I am Weston Jolly, your host. Seven ways to be more spiritual. I'm spiritual to the bone, but to be honest, once upon a time I was religious too. So what's the difference? Is there a difference in being spiritual versus being religious? Being spiritual without religion isn't a new venue of choice. To be honest, there's quite a bit of pressure for you to conform to a religion. Possibly, it's because it's easier to explain in a word the basis of your spiritual beliefs. But is this really true? If you told me that you're a Christian, do you know that there's a 50% chance that you're a Catholic? And if you aren't Catholic, can you tell me the tenets of this belief? Generally speaking, I can, but in detail, I can't. And I once even took a class called Religions of the World. What are your spiritual beliefs? Maybe this question is hard to answer, so let's stay on path to discovering ways in which you can increase your spirituality. It's clear there are more and more people who consider themselves spiritual but not religious. This classification may be a catch-all category to the religions of the world, but what if it's something much bigger? In my observation, everyone is looking for something, even if they don't consciously know that they are. Seven Ways to Be More Spiritual, as the title of the podcast might suggest, may give you the impression that these are THE ways to become more spiritual. Let me address this first. They're not. What we are going to do here is list some common means of accessing your spiritual self. You bet I'm going to talk about patterns that might assist you increasing your spirituality. I want you to see these possible mile markers or demarcations along your spiritual journey. So let's begin. Number one, Just Be. The Beatles released Let It Be in 1970. It's an interesting song because the lyrics seem to combine the clairvoyant presence of Mother Mary with the spiritual affirmation, Let It Be. Maybe the song, Let It Be, is a lyrical chant. What does Let It Be have to do with Just Be? Perhaps these concepts come from the same origin. Just be is an enormously well-traveled mile marker down your spiritual path. For example, William Shakespeare said it a little differently in the 1500s when he wrote, to be or not to be is the question. Your state of being is a huge part of your path in becoming more spiritual When just be came up for me as a concept, I didn't have a clue to what it meant. To that end, maybe you could use some further clarification. Just be references your being present, still, open, available, and outside the commands of the ego self. That statement is worth repeating. So let me say it again. Just be references your being present, still, open, and available, and outside the commands of the ego self. Being is the very opposite of doing. While being and doing have respective similarities to the feminine and the masculine, there's actually more to understand. Being doesn't happen as a result of something external to you. Sure, there can be invitations to your being, but ultimately it's still a choice. To access your true self, you'll find it in the simplicity of just being. Number 2. Developing a Spiritual Awareness I once walked into a Sedona art gallery and I stood nonchalantly looking at a specific painting. The owner of the gallery immediately recognized something about me and asked, Are you an artist? I felt embarrassed. Somebody had seen through my veil. I wasn't necessarily hiding my artistic talents, but I wasn't demonstrating them either. And yet, they were still seen. Currently, I'm not a famous artist. So I responded to the gallery owner, Yes, but how did you know? She said, I can always tell an artist by the way that they look at the paintings. It's true. There's a spiritual awareness that I have developed in the same way that I look at art. Details in nature, the way things are made, how things interconnect, and so much more. It's not just the artistic side of me that notices the infinite details of things around me. This very much includes the spiritual too. I love seeing how Disneyland attractions direct your attentions to parts of the ride that they want you to see or just to discover. The same is true in a well-written, acted, and directed movie. Recently, and for the second time, my son and I were re-watching the latest release of the film A Star is Born. My son suddenly stopped the movie and pointed to the screen and said, Did you see that? I said, See what? <laughs> like someone who is truly lost. As a writer and a filmmaker, my son pointed to the screen and said, Do you see the hangman's nooses? As he pointed to a billboard outside Jackson's chauffeur-driven car at 545 into the movie. And there wasn't just one rope, but many rope nooses. I said, I see it. By the way, if you're listening to this podcast versus reading it, you can go to my website and actually see the picture in question. My son continued, That's called foreshadowing. He could tell I still didn't have a clue about what he was talking about, so he resumed his explanation. The hangman's noose is telling you about something that hasn't yet happened in the film. My mind was thinking. Then it clicked. Jackson hangs himself near the end of the film, I said. My son smiled and said, now you get it. What does all of this have to do with becoming spiritually aware? One word. Details. The more that you look, the more that you'll become aware. If someone is smart enough to have written and edited into a movie a hangman's noose, it's probable Source has a lot more for you to discover, and you're looking deeper. There's a great deal of fun in seeing how the details come together. If you want a homework assignment that might last a lifetime, (laughs) go out into nature and really look at how things interact with one another. On one hand, you might not notice the infinite details that are literally right before you. I think that you can see how our first point, just be, blends into developing a spiritual awareness. Number three, take notes. Almost every day I journal or I automatic write, which is to say, I'm taking notes. I'm taking notes from the divine. This is where I'm listening. The reason I'm taking notes is so that I can refer to these things that are being brought before me. Further, taking notes helps you to understand where you've been, where you are, and depending on your note-taking, where you're going. My notes are pretty detailed. They might be hard to read in some places, but they are thorough. That would be the same as you and I sitting in a classroom together. On a day of your absence, you may want to borrow my notes, and certainly, I would share them with you. But you really have to focus on what was being said, not just photocopying or taking a picture of my notes. When you're actively involved in taking down notes, it helps you to recall and to use that information that was given to you. When I do a personal session on the phone, sometimes I take notes. I don't need to necessarily take them. When I sit in an in person session, I can see the information in my mind's eye. I'm still taking notes, but in a different kind of way. What's weird or really cool, it's just like I'm taking physical notes. I can open this document up in my mind's eye and see the things that I've written down, or even better, hear or read every word of the conversation. Lots of students write things down while a teacher or professor is lecturing, but it's different when you take really good notes. Let me define this further. When you take good notes about how something comes together, you're more likely to remember it. The same is true when you don't understand something. Writing down in your notes, I don't understand this step, this part of the lecture, or this piece of what's being taught, can be even more valuable than just, well, writing down what's being said. Anyone that transcribes for a living can take word-for-word notes and not necessarily remember anything. They just write down what they hear without being really connected to what's being shared. This is true for any type of communications, I guess. But in your note-taking spiritually, get involved. Allow yourself to comment on what makes sense. Write down in capital letters your frustration. The reason is because when you review your notes, and you should review them, you'll take the time to break down the places where you're being challenged, or maybe you didn't get it. When it comes time to use this information, you may see where you've been frustrated once not getting it, and now you've worked out the solution. In essence, it's something that you'll remember. Let me give you a very specific example. In sitting out in nature, I can see that I'm a part of everything. I remember how my biology classes taught me that how one biological species interrelates with another. At this point I take a spiritual note. I write down in my journal perhaps how can humans exist on this earth without depleting it? This comes from my thinking about even the earliest of humans and how they were lighting fires and creating air pollution. In my notes. I asked the question, how can humans coexist on earth without taking or depleting those things around us? Number four, ask questions. Certainly, this is where we just were a moment ago. So as an example of asking questions, why don't we go ahead and listen to what was channeled in terms of what the source had to say. The question again is, how can humans coexist on earth without taking or depleting these things around us? Your question is one that is being asked more repetitively through an increase in consciousness that man's relationship with Earth, each other, and certainly the universe is out of balance. This is why all of you cohabit in the sandbox called Earth. You're learning to work out fundamental aspects of collaboration and cooperation. The things that you miss are much in terms of how interconnected everything is and has been asked even a simple campfire – has a perceived negative impact on the environment. Up until this point, there has been very little attention to such things, and as a result, you are barely aware how this affects your home. While there are many who live in destitution and squalor, with no regard to their domicile, this is the case for all of you in parallel to how you are taking care of your room, house, or best stated, the planet. As you become aware that everything you throw out has to interrelate with something else, then you start understanding the very nature of this universe. You continue to think of yourself in isolation, and you think that the tiniest things don't really matter, when in fact, they do. In your awareness, and certainly through your inquisition, which is the nature of this particular point, you will be extended the answers and even the knowledge to create in ways that are well-intentioned for the benefit of all. Currently, you empower bullies as your leaders in an effort that they might protect you from those things unseen while they steal from you, not in terms of just economic ways, but in ways that you haven't chosen to see. Using your observation, you are being asked not to empower another without changing the entire fabric, structure, or basis in which you live. This is as individuals, groups, and even those countries as you currently recognize them. I think this perfectly demonstrates the power of asking questions and how it will enable you along your spiritual journey. 5. What's real? You may think that things that you've created are real, but they are mere electrical impulses that you've stored in your memory, mind, and body. These perceptions do not represent reality. They are what they are, perceptions. To become aware of what's real, you must step away from the dizziness and the array of distractions that you surround yourself with. To be at one is the purpose of our first point. This point, in combination with the others, will lead you to question your reality. This is encouraged, as it signifies that you're ready for further growth. As a seed is inserted into the ground, it is activated by the energy of the light. You may think that it's the warmth of the light, which is indeed accurate. But the more that you study the nature of seeds, you will see or notice that they are responding to a pre-programmed energy. This is similar to your mathematical algorithms that are conditionally based upon logic that trigger specific actions. While mathematicians and scientists are modeling such thoughts, this thinking is in its earliest stages. As you think about this, you're really becoming aware. You'll further notice the greatest of thinking is invited to incorporate all the various variables. You may think that this is too hard or too difficult, yet it's wonderful practice for you to understand how to create in a more integrated way. Certainly this is personal. If you've been studying nature or even any energetic flow, you'll see how the flow vacillates from one polarity to the other. Therefore, what you're noticing isn't just an energetic change from hot to cold or cold to hot, but a flow from one polarity to the other to address the question, what is real The polarities that you think surround you are not real, any more than film represents your perceived state of reality. Virtual reality isn't any more real than film. The only difference is that your mind enjoys the depth of virtual reality, and as such, it places a stronger preference to this type of interaction. Most specifically, your mind-body loves all the movement. There is much to explore on this point, but at one time or another, you're going to bump into the wall what is real and what's not. Number six, Practice. Buddhist monks practice meditation every day. Generally speaking, it's not uncommon for a monk to meditate an average of 2,500 hours a year. If this practice continues over 30 years, that's 75,000 hours of meditation. You can bet the more you practice your spirituality, the greater your understanding. For example, someone practicing meditation for over 80 years will have accumulated 200,000 hours of meditation. You may wonder if a 10-year-old kid can start meditation practices so early and live to 90. Obviously, it's possible. If you factor in someone having practiced in another lifetime, our means to measure hours of meditation or divine connection gets a little fuzzy. Nonetheless, the more you practice has a direct impact on your ability to access source, spirit, nature, messengers, and the like. Certainly, even in my explanation of practice, there can be the perception that through time there's further development, but this is only partially true. Let me tell you why. Number seven, vibrational intent. This concept is a little tough to explain, but it's worth understanding. A child who is underdeveloped in his or her maturity may have an unusually strong vibrational intent. This is seen where a person really wants to master something. Riding a unicycle isn't as easy as it looks. I know because a friend of mine once had one and I tried. I never quite mastered the feeling of always being on top of the ball. Ultimately, I didn't really have a compulsion or true passion or desire to ride the unicycle. I did for a moment, but it was only for competitive reasons, and this desire didn't last. In terms of my desire to develop spiritually, this has always been the case, even from my earliest of years. My dad claimed to have read the Bible all the way through three times. I applaud his desire, but something about the way dad read didn't necessarily provide him with an understanding of what he did read. To be fair, this is true for Everybody. There may have been school classes that you resonated with versus other topics that you didn't. This is natural and is something to respect. While it's possible to increase your vibrational intent, it's much easier for you to recognize what desires, passions, and life purpose pieces that you're looking to pursue. Think of yourself as a member of the orchestra. Not everyone is going to play the same instrument. In the analogy of applying yourself spiritually in life, it's a matter of being. Then, All the other steps become alive in helping you along your spiritual path. In conclusion, we've discussed seven ways to be more spiritual. They are just be, developing a spiritual awareness, take notes, ask questions, what's real, practice, and finally, your vibrational intent. If you really want to apply yourself to these points, take them into a working spiritual practice as homework. Journal or even automatic write about each method and see what other edification you will receive in being open to grow your spiritual self. And as we started in the beginning, the spiritual seeker is often more apt to bump around than generally follow a singular way of doing or discovering things. Honor that. This designates a significant difference in those who are spiritual but not religious. The spiritualists want to discover for themselves what is true and what isn't. There's a great deal to find in becoming aware, especially as you focus on what things you've already been showing yourself from the start of your incarnation. We'll talk more about the significance of why you were born now. But for the moment, thank you for participating with me in True Connections with Weston Jolly and 7 Ways to Be More Spiritual. WestinJolly.com forward slash review, or go to iTunes and give me your thoughts there. This helps our connection, and it's a tremendous help to others too. Everything we do is designed to offer you a deeper spiritual connection within. You can also make a personal appointment with me, Weston Jolly, right now by going to WestinJolly.com. Also, check out my current events, books, and other products. Also, my free newsletter. Thank you for joining me, Weston Jolly, for my podcast, True Connections. Thank <music>